0: What is up, everybody? My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me Em. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started the Empower With Em podcast at 21 years old whilst I was studying my masters of architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree quit my nine-to-five, and started my own business, and in just eight months of starting, became a six-figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something-year-old CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. Before we dive into today's episode, I have a quick message for you. If you're an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur who is wanting to build a business in the online space that is in total alignment with your spirituality, physicality, energetics, and financial goals, then I want to connect with you. If you head to the episode description of this podcast and click the work with me form, you can schedule a complimentary call with myself to have a chat and start mapping out your next steps to create the business and lifestyle of your dreams. So stop waiting and start doing. Let's get to know each other and start turning your dreams into your reality business. If you're not yet ready to jump on a call either, then what I do is invite you to shoot me a message over on Instagram at EmpowerWithM so we can get to know each other a little better over there. That's all from me. So make sure you fill out that work with me form or shoot me a message and then dive deep into today's episode. In this episode, we are going to talk about the topic of money mindset. And specifically, we're going to talk about money mindset in relation to how holding on to money to feel a sense of security or safety is actually limiting you. So the reason why I want to talk about this on the podcast is because one of the most common objections that you will hear on a sales call is connected to finances. However, a lot of the time when this objection is brought up, it's not actually impossible for your prospects to move forward and invest in themselves. It's simply a really uncomfortable thing for them to do because of their money mindset. So in this episode, I really want to speak to this objection and explore the money mindset around holding onto money to feel a sense of security or safety, as by doing so, you might actually be limiting yourself from experiencing the security and safety that comes from creating a financially abundant business. So I can speak to this point today from two different perspectives, which adds extra value to this episode. And the first perspective is being someone who has allowed this objection to hold them back from investing in the past. And the second perspective is being that of a coach who is trying to sell to someone with this objection. So maybe you can resonate with both perspectives today, or maybe you can resonate more more with one, but I really want to Tap into both so that we could be covering both of these grounds. Now, I find myself facing this objection head on right now within my own money mindset as I'm really starting to look towards making my next big investment as well as traveling and so on. Now, society tells us that we need to have savings in order to feel safe. And this is something that my own father and mother as well, uh, my father who I currently live with, so I constantly get this reinforced from him. If he knew that I've invested almost six figures into mentorship across the past two years, honestly, I think my dad would have a stroke and he'd say to me, Emily, you should be investing that money into property or savings. And that's because that's what his paradigms are built around, right? Like the belief that, you know, like I said, you need to be saving money in order to feel safe. And I, I do agree with him. You know, that there is an importance in investing in both property and savings. And these are two things that I'm actually working towards on my own, like at the moment as personal goals of my own. However, I do also believe that there are certain priorities for where I will see the greatest returns on investment in the immediate future. And that priority is investing in my own personal and professional development through the form of mentors and even team members with where I'm at right now. I want to make sure that I'm spending my money on things that are going to help me make more money immediately. Now in saying so, even though I have invested almost six figures into mentorship and fully understand the importance of continuing to do so, I still feel that these financial hesitations come up every single time that I go to invest, right? And that's because of those core beliefs that, you know, I've, I've been programmed to believe. In the past when I would invest in mentorship, I was really investing from a place of financial scarcity. You know, I was making 10k per month, but I also had lots of business, personal and debt expenses coming out of, you know, out each month as well, which left me little to no room for movement. And at this time, I knew I needed mentorship to help me break out of where I was feeling stuck, but investing in that mentorship required me to get even more uncomfortable. It required me to invest money that I was I was, wasn't even certain, you know, would be coming back in the following months. And I often found myself, even after bringing the money in, only to break even by the end of the month with little to no profit left over. But I still chose to put myself through that discomfort financially, you know, to make the investment into myself because I knew it was what I ultimately needed in order to grow. Now, as I explore the desire to make my next big mentorship investment. I'm really investing from a different place, right? I'm no longer breaking even with 10K cash months and instead in overflow of 20K cash months. And this means that in the past few months I've been able to really build up a savings account for myself which has become a source of financial security and safety for me, I'll say. So now, as I consider my next investment, even though I know I have the funds available, my scarcity mindset is keeping me safe. The fear of not wanting to go back to a place of financial hardship is ultimately holding me back from investing forward. And this is something that I see a lot of people struggle with also, you know, leaning into the discomfort of releasing that attachment to holding money in order to feel safe or secure. And don't get me wrong, I believe that it is important to have savings as that's a smart move to make when actually managing your money. However, when we allow that need to hold on to money to hold us back, right, it holds us back from creating new opportunities for abundance, then that is where we need to do some deeper inner work. And something that a friend shared with me in conversation that I now want to share with you guys here on this podcast is reminder that my savings are not my salvation i am my own salvation and what this ultimately reminds us of is while we associate the sense of safety with that number that's sitting in our savings account really we're associating safety with the wrong place we should be associating ourselves as that source of safety because we as entrepreneurs in particular Are resourceful. We're resourceful resourceful enough to ultimately have it all, right? We're resourceful enough to say, okay, I'm going to invest this X amount of dollars from my savings into a coach, and I'm going to use my resources to then make it back and tenfold, right? So that was a really powerful shift that was brought to my awareness. On this was to remind yourself that my savings are not my salvation. I am my own salvation. Now, where I want to move next with this conversation is a couple of things that I'm actually doing to help me feel safe to let go of money in order to create even more financial security and abundance through my business. The first thing that I'm doing is reflecting on where I want to be investing in my development. This is really important to actually get clear on like, okay, well, what do you want to be investing in? And then I like to identify whether this is simply a want or also a need for me, right? Because when we want something, you know, if we want a new pair of shoes, yeah, like, you know, we're we're curious to go buy it, but when we need that pair of shoes, we make it happen. And so I like to identify whether what I want to invest into is simply a want or if it's also a need. And if it is a need, I find that really helps me with making that investment. And then I like to reflect on what the potential return on investment could be. It always is easier to step outside of your comfort zone and invest in yourself when your awareness is focused on the opportunities that are going to come from it rather than just the risks that might be associated into it. So that's a real good sort of perspective shift to do there. And then I like to sort of look at the other side. You know, we look at the potential return on investment, but I also want to like look at what are the fears that are coming up for me around the idea of investing? So looking more into like, what is holding me back? What am I scared of? And when we've identified what those fears are that are coming up, it's important to then validate if there is any truth in the fear. And if there is truth based off past experiences, then it's about looking at how can I use that experience to create a new outcome this time round. Right, A lot of us have had experiences where maybe we've invested in the past and it didn't go quite right, but that shouldn't hold you back from investing again. It's like you have a relationship with someone, it doesn't work out. You don't rule out relationships for the rest of your life. Instead, you have a look at, okay, what didn't work within that relationship? And now knowing that, how can I help myself align with a relationship that's going to be right for me? And so you do the same when it comes to investing, just because you've had a negative experience investing in the past, instead of allowing that to hold you back, take a look at that experience that you had and actually see what lessons you gained from that that will help you um, with guiding your next investment. So when you've done that sort of reflecting, then I like to also take a deep dive into my finances to actually see if the investment is possible or if it's you know, if it's impossible or if it's uncomfortable for me at this time. And there is a difference, right, between an investment being impossible and an investment being uncomfortable. Now, if it's impossible, you then need to start to put a plan in place of like, okay, well, if this is impossible for me to do, um, how can I build towards this? How can I work towards this? But if it's just uncomfortable, then I challenge you to lean into that discomfort and explore it further and like really ask yourself, What is uncomfortable to to me about this step that I potentially am going to be taking? And how can I embrace that discomfort um, to serve my highest good? And so when we are starting to move forward and like really take that action on making the investments, it's also important to gain all the relevant information that you really need about the investment itself. So this is about identifying, you know, like what is the actual, um, what are you actually going to receive? That investment, what does that look like physically? What are the goals you're going to work towards? How are you going to work towards those goals? You know, do you have the time? Like, how much time do you need to invest into this as well? Really, gaining all that relevant information so then you can make an informed and grounded decision on how to move forward and then putting an action plan in place to actually do so. So, that's just a couple of pointers or a couple of steps that I'm really taking to allow myself to feel safe, to let go of money and to create more opportunities for myself financially. And what I want you to remember is that there will always be a level of discomfort involved in making investments. However, that discomfort is a sign of you expanding your comfort zone. Your mind will always try to bring you back and keep you safe and so in that moment, you need to honestly ask yourself is staying comfortable going to get you where you want to be? And often the answer is no. So let's now look at the second perspective on this topic, right? We've looked at the perspective of you being the person who um, is scared to invest. And now let's look at the perspective of you being someone who is wanting to pitch and sell an offer to a prospect who is bringing up this objection. Okay. Now there are a few key things that I really want you to keep in mind when getting into these sorts of situations. First and foremost, you need to help your prospect dig deeper and actually hold space for them to fully unpack what is coming up. What do they feel? What are they feeling? Why are they feeling it? And how can they actually begin to move around this? Now, we also don't want to push or pressure our prospects at all okay? because that's only going to scare them away. Instead, what you want to do is really challenge them by asking them open-ended questions to actually allow them to expand their thinking and perspective on the topic. We also don't want to tell them the solution. right? We don't want to tell them what to be doing. We don't make that choice for them. Instead, We want to support them in self-directing to find the solution that will be right for them. And that might mean helping them put a plan in place to save towards the investment, or maybe that will mean creating an extended payment plan that they can then start paying off sooner. Right? We want to help them find their own empowered solution rather than telling them what to do. And another important point is to always show compassion. Okay. Finances can be a really challenging topic for people to actually open up about, let alone open up to some random on the internet that they're meeting for the first time on zoom. So it's really important that you allow your prospects feelings to be validated and recognized as you hold a safe space for them to unpack and move through their financial fears. You don't want to push your prospects to invest in you from a place of fear. Instead, you want to help them step into a place of empowerment where they can make informed and grounded decisions around what the best next steps are for them. Okay, So there are a couple of pointers that I really wanted to give you if you are someone that is doing sales calls and facing these financial objections as they come up. But one of the biggest things that I remind myself and my clients of when it comes to sales and handling these sorts of financial objections is that it should never be about convincing or pushing someone into investing into you. Your goal is to support them in gaining the clarity they need to make an informed and grounded decision of their own. And I like to trust that anyone who invests in my programs is ultimately mature enough to make the decision that is best for them. And if that means that the outcome is no sale, then I can be at peace with that, right? The last thing that you wanna do is push someone into an investment that they're not ready for and ultimately have them facing financial hardships that will have a flow on of negative effects in their life and ultimately ruin their experiences in investing in themselves in the future. Now I've had examples of clients who financially weren't equipped to support themselves in their investments. However, due to the support I provided them in finding clarity on a discovery call, they stepped away and were able to make an informed and grounded decision for themselves in how they could get a loan from banks or from family to make the investment possible. And this is the empowering results of allowing a client to sit and find a solution for themselves without the need to pressure or push them into a sale. So, with all this said that we've spoken about today, if you are wanting to learn how to navigate sales in this feminine and aligned approach, then I urge you to head to the Work With Me form that is in this episode description to apply now for the Aligned Coaching Academy. Because whether you, know, you are wanting to have some support in talking through your financial objections that are coming up and are holding you back from investing, or you're on the opposite side of the scale where you're a coach or a consultant and you're ultimately wanting to learn how to better support your prospects in navigating these challenges of your own, there are resources, there is support, and there is guidance that I can provide you in both of these areas by jumping onto that work with me form and scheduling a discovery call. So that's a wrap on another episode of the Empower With M podcast. If you want more from me, then make sure you come say hi over on Instagram at Empower With M and let me know your thoughts on this episode. And if you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with and take action on stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way? Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming along. And I will see you next episode.